Five-star quarterbacks are talking about the University of Georgia. And to be honest, why would they not be? We're the defending national champions. I'm sorry. We're the back-to-back defending national champions. And we did all that with Stetson Fleming Bennett the fourth. And so if you're a quarterback, why would you not want to come to UGA? And um, some interesting things were said about the University of Georgia. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about... What are the positions that are the most important to get these five-star kids at? Is it quarterback Mm, or is it maybe something else? All that today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Daniel and I are your hosts. If you're new to the pod, welcome. Glad you're here. It's the mm-hmm. offseason, but it's never the offseason because we always got them dogs to talk about, as well as basketball when we're doing well, and Mike White is doing well. So, If uh, you're not happy about 15 and 10, you're wrong and you about been life. Watching bas- yeah, wow, about life, life. Okay. about all he, of it. He went for the jugular. I apologize. It's real. Um, if you're over on YouTube, thanks. Leave us a comment, rating, and review over also on podcast side. Get over on the podcast, subscribe to that, download, listen, tell your friends mm-hmm. about it. Today mm-hmm. we are talking mm-hmm. about five-star quarterbacks. Also, do we need a five-star quarterback? And then also, people are asking, where do we need five stars if five stars are even needed at all? It's a it's like it's it's real philosophical. Do five filter. stars even exist? We're gonna get to that in we're segment gonna, four. Segment Loyal fourth segment listeners, we're gonna talk about are there even such a thing as time is time ratings. is a construct, and so are five stars. Okay, That's no, right. we're not gonna do that. Um, thanks for being here. Uh, let's start here. Dylan Riola. The once committed Ohio State Buckeye, now decommitted. It looks like he's down to three possible schools. Five-star kid mm-hmm. uh, has all the intangibles. The the absolute consensus number one quarterback as well as might be the number one in the entire class itself. And it's not just because his last name's Manning and so people felt obligated to name him the number one quarterback. That's not why he's – he actually is better than all the other quarterbacks. That's Look, this we, kid. We did. I, I understand. We swung for Manning and we lost out. But I, I'm we just did. here to tell you, like the film, the film leaves something for for you. It's going it, to be fascinating to see where he plays what, college football after next year okay. when he doesn't play college okay. football. At when Texas. Ewers, are you, okay, Ewers going to beat him out. Ewers um, is not, not going to beat him out. There's not going to be a competition. Ewers is going to keep the job that's his. There you go. And uh, then Arch Manning's going to transfer. There you so go. That's what's going to happen. Uh, we don't worry about that because Dylan Raiola no. has been talking quite a bit. He's been talking about Kirby Smart, once committed to Ohio State, and now down to Nebraska where he's got legacy to as well as USC and Lincoln Riley, who knows how to win. Nope, just kidding. Knows no, how to... no, he knows how to send quarterbacks to the NFL. There it is. That's the thing he knows how to do, which is yes. you make a system that's just quarterback-driven. You don't care about winning. I mean, Lincoln Riley single-handedly developed Jalen Hurts, who had an incredible season this year, and so you got to hand it to Lincoln Riley. I can't be credit mad at Lincoln Riley. Credit where credit is due. When I see somebody doing a good job, I'm going to say, good job on You're gonna you. You're going to say kudos to you. Okay. And then lastly, right. UGA uh, is in the running for this kid. He had comments this week. 
Doriel is saying uh, he loves talking to Kirby. They got plans for another national championship run uh, made public about it. Daniel, what do you make about a five-star consensus number one quarterback that's got all the intangibles talking about Kirby in the national championship and making a legacy of his own at UGA after back-to-back championships? What do you make about those public comments? Well, I don't, I mean, I don't make a ton about the public comments because, you know, it's um, somebody asked a kid for a quote. The question is something to the effect of what do you think about Kirby Smart? And this is what is going to be. Yeah. What's he supposed to say? I who Kirby who? I don't Kirby. know who you're talking about. Sorry, no, that? he's going to say I love Kirby Smart. Of course he is. I, you, you don't really know where, where Georgia stands. I think Georgia has a legitimate shot at this. Yeah. I think um, I think if Todd Munkin's still in Athens, that helps. It helps a lot. Can we can we not right now? A lot. It can helps you, a lot. Can you not right now? But listen, you, you obviously can't discount Lincoln Riley. There's a lot of he offers a lot of pedigree when it comes to quarterbacks. Yes. And then Matt Rule at Nebraska is just this wild card that I would say really doesn't have a prayer of landing this kid. But except the day and age that we live in. You have no idea where a kid's going to go to school. I mean, you just don't have any idea about what kind of a booster is going to make what kind of an offer to what kind of a kid. And like, you just have no idea how recruiting is going to go. I think Georgia has a legitimate shot at this five star quarterback. I don't think Georgia is going to become the type of school that's going to be bringing in five-star quarterbacks year in and year out. I think you're going to see some four-star kids lead, play football at the University of Georgia. I mean, Carson Beck this year, obviously, four-star kid. Um, uh, And then I I think you're going to continue to see good quarterbacks consistently come to Georgia and a few elite-level, really top-end prospect quarterbacks come to Georgia. But um, as we've seen time and time again, Sometimes Brock Purdy is better than Anthony Richardson. But Anthony Richardson throws the ball so far that NFL GMs are going to trick themselves into believing that he's good at playing quarterback. He's got a a live arm, Daniel. There's a lot of liveness. When there are just better quarterbacks out there. Not more physically gifted quarterbacks, but just better quarterbacks. And so Dylan Riola... Seems to be that dude, as you said. All of the tape speaks for itself. All of the measure, measurables and intangibles speak for themselves. But um, we'll wait and see what happens. I do think Georgia's got a great shot, though. Uh, here we're going to come back after this and ask the question: Do we even? Who cares? Who needs five stars? Mm. Maybe us. Maybe somebody else. Maybe but Dan's going to let you know about Built Bar first. Well, we need. We don't know if we need five stars, Clint. But what we do know. Yeah, please don't. Is we need Built Bar. I have to. I have to have it because it, listen, I like things that taste good. I'm not sure what you, what kind of eating regimen you're on these days, but I typically like to consume things okay. that taste delicious. That's typically been the diet plan that I've been going off of my entire life. Now, as the older I get, the less and less um, healthy that becomes for yeah. me. Yeah. So what I need to do, Clint, is I need to find things that are both good for me okay. and that tastes delicious and built bar checks both of those boxes it's a perfect marriage it's high in protein it's high in fiber those are things that i want 
It's low in sugar. That's something I don't want. It's keto-approved, 100% real chocolate, and all these delicious flavors. Some of them are chewy. Some of them are crunchy. You can get whatever flavor, texture you want. Get a variety pack. Get all one flavor. Whatever floats your boat, BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON15. You get 15% off your first order. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. All right, Daniel, the question I posed before we went to break and now that we're back is this. We have the five-star. We went after Arch Manning, lost out on him. We had a five-star that we thought was going to be a generational talent, Justin Fields. He went to Ohio State. We got a walk-on that went to a JUCO, came back, won us two national championships, wound up being the best quarterback in all of college football. We got ever. a couple of ever, ever. You heard me, Bama fan. I'm ever. here. I'm still right here. You're still well, we, right where there. else would we have gone? No, nowhere. Um, because see, you win and and you keep winning, and you just stay. And you win stay. or stay. That's the, that's the way the court works. We're just here on the court. I, and I have hadn't ball. seen you in a minute. LSU oh. was here a minute ago, but we hadn't seen you in a while. We dismissed them. Yeah. Um, no, Daniel. The question is this: Does Georgia need a five-star quarterback to be relevant and consistent in the playoffs? I give you the floor, sir. My answer may surprise you because my answer is yes. It does. My, it my does. answer is yes. Georgia does need a five-star quarterback to be relevant and consistent in the playoffs. But caveat that five-star quarterback doesn't necessarily need to start. See what I did there? <laughs> Georgia needs to have. Okay. Georgia needs to have stacked talent on its roster here we go right? now, now listen he's about to he's about to give you an art lesson right now y'all this is why is that daniel because depth mm -hmm. and practice and competition there it is matter all right georgia doesn't have a five-star quarterback on its roster last year when it wins the national championship it has two five-star quarterbacks on its roster last year when it wins the national championship and it has a two-star former walk-on quarterback who is starting and a four-star as the backup but georgia make no mistake has two five-star quarterbacks on the roster brock vandergriff and gunner stockton these these quarterbacks matter Depth of talent matters because competition matters. Yep. And serviceable backups, Alabama, no. matter. No. You need to have multiple people who are capable of playing the position, and you need to have people that you can develop so that you don't end up in a situation where you have this five-star, phenom, all-world talent at quarterback, and then he comes in his freshman year, and he's just thrown to the wolves uh, in college football, and you have to take your lumps and take a beating. George is bringing in five-star quarterbacks and then developing those five-star quarterbacks. Yep. Because better quarterbacks who've already been developed are ahead of them on the depth chart. And then... Those five-star quarterbacks are becoming even more ready to play when their number is called. And so, yes, I do think Georgia needs five-star quarterbacks. I don't think they need exclusively five-star quarterbacks. Mm. And I don't think you should be one of those fans who makes the mistake of believing that only the five-star quarterbacks should play. Because if that were the case, mm -hmm. Brock Vandegrift 
Brock Vandelay of Vandelay Industries would have been starting for Georgia every game last season. Game. And how many of those games do you think we would have won? The, uh, the answer is probably still most, but not all of them uh, without Stetson Bennett. And so it's important to have these guys. It's important to have them on the roster. You do not want to have a quarterback room filled with three and four star guys. Only. No, sir. No, sir. But don't make the mistake of believing that only the five star kids should play. That's my take. Uh, you're not a wrong take. I was working this analogy and because it's the off season and the next season we have excited for us is not only master season, which is right around the corner, but also oh. baseball seasons right around the corner. Well, March Madness is before uh, both of and us. March but, yeah, Madness. Okay. Yes. Looking forward to all these. It's fine. We um, beat Kentucky. We beat Kentucky. Uh, so we won and they lost. Gosh, I love beating him. Mm-hmm. He is just, I wish his face looked different because it's, I'm happy with the way that it looks as we're beating him. I like that. I like, that that's a look that I, I care for quite a bit. Okay. Braves baseball. Baseball in general. Oh. Five stars. Four stars, three stars. It, it's like a bad bull, bullpen on a baseball team, Daniel. We have a oh, bad I've bullpen. I've seen those. <laughs> I've we, seen a bad bullpen. I've, oh, I have been oh. there, done that. Don't want to anymore. When you have a bad bullpen... It doesn't matter what the rest of the team does if you can't lock down the 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth innings. And when you have depth, mm-hmm. when you have a lot of pitchers, when you're running out everybody out of that pin, yep. it's just on lockdown. It's a good system. Again, Bama, system. take notes. Mm-hmm. Because what happens at roster development, what Kirby has said time and time again, one, it's next man up mentality, and two, it's can I develop you. So with this bullpen type system, yeah, you need elite arms. Mm-hmm. I get that. But you can't just have all of you can't have an ace in the starting lineup and be like, well, I'm good to go. I'm fan. I'm I'm great. We're good. No, 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 no. You need competition and a complete team everywhere. And so mm-hmm. a quarterback room is no different than a linebacking room. No different. What won us our first national championship, which is Stetson Bennett being progressed and pushed, but also linebackers that were three headed monster that mm-hmm. were pushing each other that were absolutely getting after it. And this is what happens in the, in college football. It's, it is not a zero sum game. Culture matters. Chemistry in a room in the film room Mm. matters. Still Mm -hmm. it's a competitive sport with a team element. And so, yes, you can have a guy like Caleb Williams go out there and ball out, but the team's not going to win. And you know what? At the end of the day, he can ball out, but he's not a national championship winning guy. And also I'm going to forget about him. I'm never going to forget about Stetson. And I already I, had. I was trying to figure out. I just watched a North Carolina basketball game, and I was like, Caleb, you mean Caleb Love, the no, North Carolina point? No. no. Oh, you're talking about a USC quarterback. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, you need to have a five-star, but not so you can crown him prince and throw him on the field. No, and that's say, what Georgia used to do. That's old Georgia mindset. That's Mark Richt mindset. It's old Georgia. Don't be old Georgia. Get out of it it's not Let it's it not who we are anymore no it's not hey we're going to come back after this and maybe rank some other offensive position groups that do require five stars right after this five star talent clint um yeah. it doesn't grow on trees uh, there's not very much of it out there no uh georgia gets quite a bit of it so i thought we'd end this episode by playing an interesting game Let's take the five position groups on offense. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and offensive line. We're going to group all the offensive line together. So I, I thought we were going to group tight ends and wide receivers together. Too. Well, that's what that's what we have done in the past. But uh, for the sake of this conversation, okay. let's okay. make it an even one through five okay. position groups. Sounds good. 
Um, well, we could group. Would you rather group wide receivers and tight ends, or would you rather group tackles and interior offensive linemen? Would you rather make those two position groups? I would rather. I would rather group offensive linemen. So all offensive linemen together. All right. So let's rank one through five. The position groups that five stars are most important, that would be number one, meaning we need five stars at this position, have to have them, or you might as well shut the program down. Yep. And then number five being least important, meaning we we would like five stars, but compared to these other ones, we don't really need them. This is I give you the floor. Where are you going to go? Okay, we're st- What's your ranking system? One through five. Okay, five. We're, are we going to go? Are we going to tit for tat? We're going to go back and forth. We're going to do one through five all the way through. No, I want your whole list, oh, and then we'll discuss it, list. and then I'm going to give you my whole list. So you can go whichever direction you want. Okay. You can count up or count down. This is. It's not going to shock anybody when I when I start with this. We just got talking about quarterback. It's going to start with quarterback number one for me. Number two. number one most important is quarterback. Okay. Number two. I was just making sure I knew where you're starting. Sorry. Number two. Yep. Offensive line. Okay. I. And by the way, the difference between these two, wafer thin. Razor thin, he says. I'm, I'm talking. Okay. Quarterback. Interesting. Offensive line. Okay. Wide receiver. Okay. Running back tight end. Tight end fifth. And again, I, I wanted to group wide receiver and tight end together, but I, offensive line takes it. Brock Bowers don't grow on anything. Tree, right. ocean, also, land. Also, five-star tight ends, I think they're going to exist more and more because you're seeing the, the evolution of college football. Brock Bowers is not a five-star. Nope. So <laughs> Let that sink in. Darnell Washington, Eric Gilbert, both five-star tight ends. Yes. But uh, Brock Bowers, not a five-star tight end. Oscar Delp, not a five-star tight no. end. Pierce Sperling next year, not a five-star tight end. So we, they, you're going to see more and more five-star tight ends, sure. but I think that one is, is tough because unlike the other position groups, you don't see nearly as many. All right. That's, a, that's an interesting list. You went wide receiver ahead of running back. I did. There. All right. My list starts with offensive line. And I think we agree in principle, as you described, the the offensive line really being a 1B to the 1A of quarterback. Um, I think you got to have, you, you got to win the trenches, A. No college football team has won a national championship in recent memory without being elite in the trenches. And I'm talking not just about SEC teams who won national championships. No. I'm talking about Clemson when they won national championships, elite in the trenches. Ohio State when they won national championships, elite championship. I'm sorry, did I say? Did you I did. put an S on you, the end of that? You miss, yeah, you missed championship. The one, the one. Um, they they were elite in the trenches. You can't win championships without being elite in the trenches. No. Um, offensive line contributes to the productivity of the play on every single play and no other position we're going to talk about including quarterback does that just because you touch the ball doesn't mean you contribute to the productivity of the play you turn around and hand the ball off that's not really a contribution so offensive line most important position group to have elite playmakers this is where our lists lists are going to shift a little bit because 
Quarterback is not next on my list. I'm going to go. I'm going to go running back Ooh. next. Ooh, I had it at four. Daniel has it at two. This is interesting yeah. because I think all of the rest of these positions, you can call to mind so many examples of kids who are not five stars who have excelled. All yeah. of the rest of these yeah. positions, you can call to, to mind so many examples of the five stars, the non-five stars who have excelled. But many of these other positions, I, and I'll just say maybe you would disagree with me. Maybe in the comments you'll leave me a bunch of a list of a bunch of names of, of kids that, that will disprove this that. point. But when it comes to running backs, I can think of fewer, not, not zero, but fewer five-star busts than any other than any of the other position groups. I think somebody is furiously typing Isaiah Cruel right now. He just he wants out. He needs a breather. He needs a breather. Also there's a gun under his seat in his in his automobile. That's not You remember when Isaiah we were hanging the hopes of our program on I, Isaiah Crowell Clint. I do. Now no. we're that we're that guy. We're the Georgia we let Bulldogs. Isaiah Crowell go to Ole Miss and then go to TCU. Zach Evans, we're like, sure, man. Sure. Okay, have fun. Whatever. Whatever. Not worried about it. Um, I think those five-star running backs are – those are typically just absolute elite dudes. I don't, I don't want to disparage anybody on the podcast, but the one example I thought of was not Isaiah Crowell, okay. and it is the name people are furiously oh. typing into the comments right now, but – Go easy on Keith Marshall, okay? Go should go easy on the on the man. He was pretty good. He was good. He just he was right next to Todd Gurley the whole time, and that and that wasn't ideal for him. Uh, I'm gonna go running back second, and I'm okay. gonna go wide receiver a close third. I think okay. these two are tight to me uh, because you know the big time dude playmaker wide receiver. That's a guy that is. You know, it, it gives you a decided schematic advantage on every play. Look at a yeah. team like Missouri yeah. last year. They had the kid, I can't even remember the kid's name, but he's the number one receiver, fresh, true freshman oh, yeah. kid. Luther. Luther Burden. Yeah. <clears throat> you Missouri had no business being anything at any point to anyone all season. And they weren't a very good football team. No. But but the thing that made them a decent football team was that they had a moderate to decent play caller on the sidelines and they had an elite weapon on the outside. You yeah. you get this guy involved in end arounds, you get this guy involved on contested catches, you throw jump balls to him this on the is, sidelines. This is the Rondell Moore example. Exactly. You just you get a cheat code out yeah. there. A five-star running back is going to make it so that your offense is difficult to get off the field. A five-star wide receiver is going to make it so that your offense is is explosive. Is yeah. it just takes yeah. you to another level in terms of explosivity. And then I'll go quarterback, and then I put tight end fourth, just because I think there are so many four-star tight ends that can be used in creative uh, in creative ways. And I think Georgia fans are a little bit spoiled because there we are, are no more Brock Bowers. They're, you're not going to get more. There's Even not another Oscar one coming. Bell. 
stop. Like I hope he is, but don't don't do. He's him a going disservice. to be. He's going to be great. I think. I think so. Well, not Brock Bowers. He's the best offensive weapon in college football, y'all. Just yeah. hey, uh, by the way, get over to the one ninety nine bonfire slash store slash one ninety nine. Buy some merch. It's the Death March. Ooh, the Hold Death March shirt. Ooh, that hits. TM the, Death March shirt. Don't even come at us. Death March. Uh, hey, this has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We will see you all next. See ya.